Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, a podcast sponsored by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching to inspire mature, marriage-minded kingdom women to be the whole healed helpmates God created you to be. I am Carol Griffiths, your host and freedom coach, here to help you have the loving, authentic relationships you desire. Enjoy the episode. Fearfully and wonderfully, I was made created to have dominion. I am not afraid. There is no duplicate, no carbon copy of me. I am an original. I am free to be me. Hi there, it's your girl Carol G back for another episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. And just for you who may be new to the show, I help mature, marriage-minded kingdom women break free of insecurity, emotional wounds, and toxic behavior to be the whole healed helpmates God created you to be. So if you can connect with any of that, you are in the right place. Welcome back for those who are return listeners. It is so awesome to have those who have been with me from the beginning. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. I am sure there's something good for you in this episode. And I hope that you will leave a comment and return next week. So we're getting started. This is our first episode of 2022. I am so excited. I'm so happy to start the year with this message about not worrying because I know I remember when I used to, I think like last year I had like this really exorbitant plan for the year and I had goals and tasks I needed to complete daily and weekly and monthly and I am pretty sure by this time last year, I was feeling a little like hard pressed, like, oh my gosh, can I keep this up? Can I keep this up? And can I tell you, (laughs) I did not keep it up. (laughs) So if that is you, we are three weeks into this new year and you may be wondering, can I stay committed to the plan that I made for this year. And so I am here to let you know, you do not have to worry about a thing. God has not put you here to worry about the little things of life or even the big things of life. Because if you are a child of the King of Kings, God wants you to know that he has everything covered so you can truly live a worry-free life, all right? And so for for me, for this year, you know, if you listen to episode 10 of the podcast, then you would know that I ended 2021 on the God Cares For You message because that was really what he had been speaking to me during the last part of the year. Like, well, I mean, he's always been speaking that, but it was really loud and clear. And so as I thought ahead to 2022, and like I said before, 
I am a planner. I love planning. I love to-do lists. I love having goals and, 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 ach- and achieving those goals. Like I get a real rush from checking off to-do lists and I feel this sense of accomplishment. It's like really exciting. <laughs> so, but as 2021 was coming to a close, I heard Holy Spirit say, don't do a plan for 2022. Just flow with me. Just show up. Just, just flow. Just flow with me and I will guide you through everything that's necessary for 2022. So my friend, I had no plan for 2022. I was just like, I'm just going to show up, show up and say, God, here I am. Let's do this. Right. And it was good. I felt good about it. I was like, all right, this feels good. This feels like, you know, it wasn't weighty at all. And I was good. Started out 2022 feeling really good. And then (laughs) like a weekend, I started to like, wonder like, what am I doing? Like, who am I? Like, what is happening? Right now, full disclosure, a week into the new year, I got sick. I had the flu and you know what the flu brings on. And then after the flu, I had like, it was those hormonal fluctuations that we go through as women. And so for about 10 days to two weeks, I was like out of it. Right. And in the midst of this out of it was when I started to question, like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Why don't I have a plan? Oh my gosh, am I crazy? And I was really like losing it for a moment, like feeling really despondent. And so (laughs) I reached out to a couple of girlfriends was like, I don't know the meaning of life. And Thankfully, you know, I have sister friends that are really like solid. They were like, Carol, what's going on? Like, where is this coming from? And eventually I connected the dots and realized that (laughs) it was really the hormonal fluctuation talking rather than the real Carol, right? (laughs) And so I was like, okay, all right, okay, all right. Let's, 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 let's move on from this. But it was still like I was in this slump and I was like, okay, this break feels longer than it should be. And God was like, no, you're good. And I'm like, are you sure? And so finally, Holy Spirit was like, listen, go back to the journal from last month. You're going to find some good stuff in the journal. So I pulled out the journal from last month and in it, I came across this section where we had these series of conversations by we, I mean, God and I. So this is what happens. I use my journal mainly to talk to God because writing, I'm a writer, and I find that writing to God and writing what I'm hearing from him helps me. And you may be wondering, how do I decipher whether it's me or whether it's him? And it's because over the years, I have sought to really know God. And so at this point in my journey, I am pretty confident of when it's him speaking versus me speaking. 
A, it's pure, <laughs> it's more loving, and it's always like scripturally sound, right? It's nothing that's going to conflict. It's nothing that's erroneous or anything, right? And so I can discern his response from my thoughts. And so as I looked at this section of my journal that showed these series of conversations that I had over the span of maybe a week in December. Like I had asked him quite a bit of questions concerning the business and my life. And he responded. And as I read through our conversations, I was so amazed because A, I have forgotten <laughs> some of those things. I forgot we had the conversation. And as I'm reading, like I asked a lot of detailed questions. And just to be full disclosure again, these questions came from a book that I read, Unbecoming by Ebony L. Trust. So it's a really good book. I recommend it. And um, if you want the link to the book, send me a message. I'll send you the link. It's a really good book. It has questions at the end of each chapter. And so, and these are questions that the writer tells you to ask God. And so this is what inspired this conversation with God because every day I read a chapter and then I did the questions. And so God and I ended up having all of these conversations. And so in having these conversations, God spoke to me about his heart for me and the business and the work that I do and how he's wired me and how, how I'm wired fits in with the work that he has called me to do. And so it's like a script. It's like a, a guide for my way forward. So even though I didn't have like a concrete 2022 plan through this conversation, I saw God's heart for this season of my life, right? And so in reading the journal, I was able to see that oh, I'm not wandering around aimlessly. Everything is purposeful. God and I, God has already given me like an overview of what 2022 is going to entail. And the flow is just different that I have flowed in the past, right? Because he's taking me to a new trust level so that I can be an example to those that I connect with of what it looks like to walk closely with God. So after I read the journal, I was good. I was like, all right, this is just rest time and I'm not purposeless. <laughs> I'm not directionless. And all of those questions that I had during my hormonal fuzz, you know, what am I doing next? Why am I here? How do I get to where I want to be? Like all of that was laid out in those conversations. But the most beautiful part of the entire series of conversations was that, you know, walk with me and don't worry about anything because I, the Lord God Almighty, got you. And that was so refreshing to be reminded of that. And just as a side note, if you don't journal, I highly recommend it. 
even if you're not a writer, I find that journaling is very helpful because it helps you to gain clarity. It helps you to articulate your thoughts and it serves as a reminder because from the second week of December to the second week of January, I had already forgotten the conversation that God and I had, right? And this is why for me, having my journals and being able to refer back helps me to reflect and project and to keep going. So I highly recommend journaling. If you need tips, more guidance on journaling, feel free to send me a message and I can share some more with you one-on-one. But And it's not something that you have to do every day. I don't write in my journal every day, but it's really, 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 really helpful. Reading the conversation God and I had in December It was so fitting because I already knew that the next episode of the podcast was going to be Woman Don't Worry. And so that, those words, that, that summary just fits right in. And our passage for this episode is Matthew 6. 33 to 34, which is a very popular passage. I'm sure you have probably heard it, read it before, but that's what we're going to explore today. And in the New King James Version, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, interestingly, this is the passage that inspired my quest to know God intimately. Like I shared earlier, it's because I have been walking with the Lord and seeking to know him is how I can discern his voice from my own. And years ago, when I was a new disciple of the Lord, the Holy Spirit highlighted this this verse to me, this passage to me. And it really changed my life. Since then, I've studied it so many times because in different seasons, God brings it back to me and I was like, lean in here, lean in here. And every season that he brings it to me, I get new revelation about it. And so, you know, coming off the heels of last, in the coming to the end of 2021, God had me in Psalm 23 and really gave me a fresh understanding of what he means by the Lord is my shepherd. And he showed me himself as my good shepherd. And, you know, he, he just went to such lengths to let me know that he cares for me and he provided me with nurturing rest and healing that I so needed in that season. So that is how I was able to say, you know what, I'm just going to accept his daily provision, accept his daily care and was able to walk into 2022 without like a really step-by-step plan, but to just know that God has me. And so then to come 
and realize that, okay, well, the next episode is don't worry. Well, of course, if you believe that God is the good shepherd, that God is going to take care of you, then why would you worry, right? And that's what, what what's, what's being said in Matthew 6. God takes care of the lilies and the birds. And so why do we worry about these little petty things? Like he considers food and clothing and shelter, like petty things. Like we shouldn't even hurt our head about those because we know that God has us, right? And so this is just such a great connection. And so this is what God is saying to us. Instead of worrying about the future, how to achieve our dreams, we can focus first on the kingdom of God. And the thing about it is, and this is something that he showed me a couple seasons ago when I was studying this scripture, it was like, I used to think, all right, so I can seek the kingdom of God first, and then second, I work on getting these stuff for me, like getting what I want, right? <laughs> and several years ago, God was like, no, you just seek the kingdom. You just seek the kingdom. It's not about you trying to make things happen on your own. And when we read the same passage from the New Living Translation, it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And when you read that, you know, it's saying, seek the kingdom of God above all else. And then it goes on to say that when you live righteously, he, that is God, will give you everything you need. So what is that saying to us? It's saying, my friend, you do not have to try to make things happen on your own because God will give you what you need. Now, don't hear me saying be lazy, lounge around, do nothing, and just wait for everything you need to fall out the sky like manna. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is this is a call to trust God at a higher level. This is me saying, if you believe that God is who he says he is, then allow him to be God in your life and stop trying to be your own God, your own savior, your own rescuer, right? So this is what this looks like, to seek God's kingdom and his righteousness above all else. You need to that's number one, ask God what he wants you to do. Number two, do what God tells you to do. And number three, trust that your obedience will lead to God's best. All right. Now, before I expand on these points, I want you to hear our passage in three more versions. Now, for this portion, I know if you're like me, you may be listening to this while you're doing other things. But if you are able 
to sit still and listen to this next portion without distraction as I read God's word, that would be great. So if you're able to, or even if you're not able to right now, I really encourage you to come back later and listen to this part again, because I I, I really strongly believe that God speaks through his word. And even more importantly than what I say is what he says to you. And he speaks to us as we read, as we hear his word. And so if you're able to sit still, um, take three deep breaths in through your nose, count of three and out through your mouth. And this will help you to still your soul and prepare to hear from God. And as I read the different versions from Matthew 6, I invite you to listen for Holy Spirit's voice. Okay. And so we're going to start off. So we've settled our soul. Deep breath in. Let it out. Do that three times until you feel calm. You feel not thinking about what you have to do next. So who annoyed you? And just listen to the word. The first reading is from the Amplified Bible. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Our next translation is the Passion Translation. So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Refuse to worry about tomorrow but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. The next version of the passage is from the message, and the message lumps verses 30 to 33 together. So I'm actually going to read Matthew 6, 30 to 34 from the message. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you? Take pride in you? Do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you know both God and how he works. 
Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. This is the end of the reading of God's Word. I just love listening and reading the Word of God in different translations because I find that it expands my understanding of the text and what God is really saying through a particular passage. And so if you heard anything additional from Holy Spirit as I read, I trust that you will write it down. If you have a journal, write it in your journal. You can write a note somewhere in your phone, wherever it is. But record what Holy Spirit says to you in the reading of his word. And now we're going to look at the three points that I shared. Point one, ask God what he wants you to do. The Amplified Bible expounds on God's righteousness as his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And here's the thing. We cannot attain righteousness on our own. I remember before I dedicated my life to the Lord, I was really thinking that I needed to clean up my life before I got saved. And the person that led me through the the sinner's prayer explained to me that we don't have to be clean to come to God. God is the one who does the change in us. We just have to come. And in hearing those words was what got me to decide, oh, okay. I don't have to do this. And of course, over the years, I've still tried to do it on my own. And God keeps saying, no, I'm the one that does it. Let me, let me guide you. Let me guide you. And so that is something that I want you to know. You will not attain righteousness on your own. So recently, I've begun saying a simple prayer most mornings to set the tone for my day and remind me to allow God to take the reins of the day. Now, you don't have to say this same prayer, but I'm just sharing it with you to help you to understand the power in simplicity. And the prayer is simply, Lord, I give this day to you. Please guide me to do what is needful. Nothing more, nothing less. And I pray that in the morning and throughout the day, I continue talking to God, right? I discuss everything with him because I know that he cares about everything, not just the big things. So likewise, you can talk to God about everything in your life too. If you are single, dating, engaged, married, separated, divorced, widowed, know that God has a plan for this season of your life. And whether you have no children, toddlers, teens, or you're an empty nester, God has a plan for each of your days. I already told you, I'm a planner. 
And this is what I used to do. Confession. I used to make plans and ask God to bless them. God, this is what I'm going to do. Please bless this. <laughs> right? That's old Carol. Now I know better and I do better. So I go to God and I ask him, what's the plan for the year, the month, the week, the day? What's the plan for my business, my marriage, my health? Everything I consult God on. I ask and I expect him to answer. So I actually wait for his answers. Now, like I shared already, sometimes he tells me that he's not giving me a plan, right? Like he did for this year. It's like, I'm not giving you a step-by-step plan. And that's okay too, because we trust that if he's not giving you a wide overview or a lot of steps, we have to trust that he's going to give us as much information as he knows is necessary, and that's how I've come to appreciate, that's what I've come to appreciate about God, that he is going to give me what I can handle when I can handle it. And sometimes he gives me five steps and sometimes he gives me no step, right? And it's okay because I know he has my best interests at heart. So when you ask God for his input on your life, your relationships, your career, Make sure that you wait for his answer. And once again, this is where journaling comes in handy so that you can record your questions and his responses. My tip here is don't get caught up with whether you are hearing God correctly. The more you talk with God, the more you will be able to discern his voice. So the important thing is to just Get in the practice of having regular conversation with God, asking, and conversation is dialogue. It's not a monologue. It's not pour out your heart, God, I want this, 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 and this, and you just jump up and go and don't wait for a response. God is relational. He wants to respond to you as much as he wants you to ask him. All right, so that's point number one. Ask God what he wants you to do. And then point number two, do what God tells you to do, right? Tell me, has anyone ever come to you for advice? You pour out all your good wisdom and then they turn around and do the opposite of what you advised. (laughs) I know I have had this happen to me multiple times. It's annoying, but here's the thing. I've also done this with God. I receive his instructions, then go off and do my own thing. So in case you've been guilty of this too, I want to say very plainly, obey God no matter what. Do not waste time worrying, fretting, being anxious about your life. Instead, use your energy and efforts to obey whatever God is telling you to do in this season of your life. If you have asked, He has given you instructions. So you need to confirm what they are and do them. The problem may be that his instructions are simpler than you expect, right? Depending on your season of life, you may want to know how to survive singleness, make your relationship work, deal with terrible two-year-olds, or handle a know-it-all teen, 
You may be trying to figure out how to navigate the toxicity of your work environment or how to get your dream job. God may be whispering to you, spend 15 minutes with me every morning or don't go on social media on Sundays. To you, those whispers have nothing to do with the things that are weighing you down. So you're like, that can't be God telling me what to do. And you may even say, God ain't answering me. But the thing about it is, he could be answering you, just not in the way you expect. As Matthew 6.34 in the message says, Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Hence, when God gives you instructions, even if they don't make sense, you have to obey. So, my friend, if you've been sensing an urge to do something different, If it doesn't contradict with scripture, obey God's instructions. And this brings me to point three. Trust that your obedience will lead to God's best. I love how the Passion Translation says, refuse to worry about tomorrow. It really drives home the point that worrying is a choice. Yes, We're living in uncertain times. And yes, you may be going through difficult circumstances. However, you can choose whether you worry about things that are beyond your control or whether you will trust God. Now, if you're like me, you may sometimes make assumptions about why God instructs you to do something. Here's an example. I've been praying about a home. So one day recently, God told me to go for a drive out west. Because a home was on my heart that day, I assumed he wanted to show me a home in the west. (laughs) I obeyed his instruction, but discovered that he had a totally different purpose for telling me to go for this drive out west. It was a good purpose, but it wasn't the purpose that I thought. So the the lesson that I'm trying to share here is attaching an expectation to your obedience can lead to unnecessary disappointment. Unless God specifically tells you the intended results of his instructions, do not assume. It is best to trust that whatever the results are, they will be God's best for you. So in that scenario with the home, I had a choice. I could either worry that I'll never get a home because God didn't reveal one on that day, or I can choose to trust that his timing for a home is the best timing. Of course, I chose the latter. So for you, you know, God may tell you on a particular day, go visit this church. You may assume you will meet your future husband there or that God wants you to join that church. But his purpose may be for you to hear the message that will be preached that day. And if that is his purpose, then you need to trust that hearing the message on that day is the best thing for you on that day. So my tip 
is to obey God's instructions because you trust his will, ways, and timing, not because you expect a certain result. And as we wrap this up in summary, you don't have to worry about how you will eat or drink or what you will wear or how to fulfill your purpose or how to get your dreams or desires fulfilled because God has all of that covered. So instead, each day, one, ask God what he wants you to do. Two, do what God tells you to do. And three, trust that your obedience will lead to God's best. Remember that you are free to live the life that God created you for. And until next time, God bless you and may you live loved and free. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. Brought to you by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching, where we equip kingdom women for loving relationships. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback. Or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. The link to connect with us is in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your freedom coach. Until next time, remember that you are free to be the whole healed helpmate God created you to be.